Welcome to Inside the Firm, a podcast dedicated to small business owners and hosted by entrepreneurs, Alex Gore and Lance Psycho. Each week, they take you on their journey of how to start, run, and grow a business by bringing you inside their architecture and real estate development firm. Get a behind-the-scenes tour of how these business leaders manage their clients and foster company culture while creating new and innovative projects. And now your hosts, Alex Gore and Lance Psycho. We're number six. six. We're, We're number six. six. We're, We're number six. <laughs> so we just came back yesterday from the Mercury 100 event, which is Boulder County's 100 fastest growing firms. And we are number six in our weight class. I'll say weight class. Private private, tier. private companies. Yep, exactly. Yep. So last year, uh, we were in the lowest tier. Uh, then we got third in, in the lowest tier. So it's, it's basically by revenue, right? So it goes up from probably like half a million. I'll tell you, I'll tell you. Companies, uh, so you can you can have zero. Obviously, you wouldn't make any money. You wouldn't even be on the list, right? But you, the first tier is uh, it, they call them flights. So we were in flight five last year, and that's with company private companies that have a revenue between zero and uh, six hundred thousand dollars, and then gross revenue. And, and so, this is from a couple years back because they do every two years. Yep. So they take your revenue revenue year over year over the course of two years. Yep. So then this year we moved up in a flight, but moved down in rankings. But as long as we keep moving up in flights, I am totally okay with that. Absolutely. Yeah. We didn't, I, I, I predicted going into the, um, going into the banquet last night that we'd be at number seven. We ended up being number six, which is, which is super cool because if we would have went up, it's awesome that we just moved up another flight. But then the fact that we were still in the top 10, I think is, 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 is yeah. good to go. So I showed up late. Did I miss anything? You actually didn't show up late. You showed up two minutes after me. And Are you serious? Yeah. Because in the office, I know. Y- you gave me just a dirty stank look. Oh, you're not, <laughs> oh, wasn't oh, that bad. oh, you're not showing up at 5.30 on the dot? I go, you're showing up at 5.30 you know on the dot? Crazy? And you looked at me and you said, on the dot. Do you remember what I said? So yeah. here, here's, here's, what, here's what blew my mind. So time, time blows my mind. Mm. I left. I swear I left the office at 4.15 yesterday. Then... 4:45, you left. Was it that late? Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, it just keeps creeping. So then I, I got, I got, I ironed my shirt and got my, got all dressed, put my suit on, and then it was, and then I looked at the clock. I'm like, oh shoot, it's 5:15. Do you know how? I guess I'm gonna pissed. be late, and so I didn't get there till 5:45 ish. No, no, it was six. I got there at six, and I got there and, at 6:08. Yeah. So you no, but like when I got there, nobody was speaking. They, I sat, I sat, I got a drink, sat down, drinking food and sat down and then, and then you came and so like you missed like a minute. I haven't you seen you missed a minute in a suit in so long. So when you stood up, I know, I can't remember. You stood up and you were waving like both hands at me. Oh yeah. Like, you're looking right at me. Couldn't see me. Look at, no, I was looking at, I was like, why is that guy waving at me? Because I don't know that guy. Nah. You should be waving at someone else. Uh, so I looked at you for like 20 seconds. I was like, oh, probably like, since I got married. Yeah. Last time you saw me in a suit. Yeah. Yeah. Where there you go. So I was your officiant. I got a question. So uh, it was that was a cool event. Uh, obvi- I mean, it, just to see how much money some people are making, and then like there was other companies that we that maybe you know there's a couple instances like this one company who makes shoes. They make these shoes that feel like they zero don't, shoes, z- zero shoes. Yeah, with like a, a uh, an X, so it's pronounced like that. I think they made a million dollars last year. That was their total gross revenue, and then they were they won an you know they won an award. They were in the top five, and then they went and made like two point two this next year. 
Like to see that kind of growth from these people and their companies is it's 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 astounding. But then at the same time, it was even though we didn't win or anything like that. Man, when you when you when you're surrounded with that many people that have that kind of success, you can't help but just feel pumped up and be like, "We need to do more." Yeah, we need to do more. So exactly. even so, even if you even if if you're listening if you're listening to this and you're wondering, if, if I would encourage any other business owners who if if you're obviously outside of Colorado, go try to find something like this. And even if you're not winning awards or the networking isn't happening for you at these places, which you can network with people, and we've we've got we've gotten work in a roundabout way because of it, uh, like the one we did last year. But if nothing else, it's just a good motivator. And then the place to look is if there's a business newspaper or journal, they'll yeah. probably be hosting. This it. one is called Biz West. Yeah. So if you go to if you just go to if you just Google Biz West, B I Z West. Look for that, and then I bet there's something similar for you, like Biz East or something. Maybe there's a Biz East, Biz North, Biz South. I have no idea. I honestly haven't looked, but see if you can find something because, like I said, if nothing else, man, just seeing how people are doing things, and and it's amazing. And and we didn't show up early, so we didn't get to do our networking, but last year we got our new accountant. This year we talked with some electrical guys that we might work with, and we got to talk shop with some other architects and basically confirm, like, hey, is the county making you do this? Yep. Yep, <laughs> you know, so it's good overall. You're Stole on a list. Some flowers for my wife. Yeah, you're on a list. Um, you we got a little we got a little plaque. Uh, last year we last year we got like this. I'm actually holding it. Nobody I know nobody can see it, but it's like this just cool list of the top twenty. Um, well, it's the list of flight and like how much we, where we were at, and it's got a little star right next to our name. You know, it says number three, and then we got another little eight and a half by eleven thing that we're gonna frame. But but it's good press too because then you can post it on all your social media pin it to the top of your thing. Like people are going to, you know, with clients, again, they're going to research you, right? They should yeah. research you. They're going to look up who you are, what you do. Um, and if, if you have those kind of accolades behind you, it just makes you look like, you know what the heck you're doing and, and that you're a solid company. And like, let's say, cause some of these developers are hiring you from a year to two years. I think they don't want you to go like, Oh, I want to make sure I'm hiring somebody who's going to be around and is stable. And then two other things. I have the flyer that I'm going to contact a bunch of the construction companies there. Al was taking notes the whole time. Yep. It's either in my car or at my house. And then two, um, the companies that I want to reach back out to, the developers I want to reach back out to, I'm going to say, hey, um, we moved up a flight in, you know, Biz West, and it's partly thanks to you. Thanks to you. Wonderful. It's another excuse to reach back out, blah, blah, blah. We look to continuous success in the future. Yeah. The only bad part was Al had to have uh, two Coors Lights. Yeah. <laughs> I was okay with it, though. I thought uh, I looked around because it's it's Colorado Boulder. No one else was drinking generic beer. And it, it, just for the why, because it, this is craft beer, like, central. Yeah. Like, there are still, and this blew my mind, too, is, like, there's still starting up craft breweries here in Colorado, even though it's insanely saturated and people are making a ton of money out of it too. Yeah. Blows my mind. Yeah. And I don't drink so, but I gave myself. You deserved it. I deserve it. Look at you moving up flights and whatnot, stealing flowers for your wife. Exactly. They told us we could steal them, by the way. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I did take them from a random table. Yeah. But no one was around. So it's all fair and they're all gone. Um, I was going to bed a couple nights ago, if you can believe it. I don't even know you sleep anymore. How I was like, that is how funny. Do you, how do you get it done? How do you, how do you get it all done? Don't sleep. And uh, for some reason, I flashed back to, to basic training. I was mad at myself. 
Because I did fine in it. I did awesome in it. I, I rock basic training. Did you throw up? No. And that's Never? why I was upset. Wow. Was I, not even like after getting gassed and all that stuff. I rolled and throw up, but it was other people. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> Lord. <laughs> oh, no. But I was sitting there because uh, there's some stuff in basic training I'm, I'm real proud of, but I won't. that will be like an offshoot. But anyways, I remember one time going, uh, when you do runs, so in the morning you either do like it's a run day or it's like a physical day in the morning at like, so 4 a.m. you get ready and you, you start out, right? And in your running groups, you can be in A, B, or C group, right? And then I was always in B group and I was in there. I don't know why this came up, but I was like, man, I ran A group once and I was just tired. You ran what once? A group. Okay. So it's like the fastest yep. drill sergeants takes the fastest guys. Sure. Second fastest is guys is B group and then C group. And I just stuck in B group and I, I regretted it. And maybe this is a question of like, some people say, you know, I have no regrets. If you have no regrets, I don't know if you've critically looked at your past enough. Um, and maybe that's just me because I have, I know of a couple. I think it's good. Well, I think it's good to strive to not have any regrets, but yes, if you aren't looking back at like dumb crap that you've sent, said or done or, or let yourself or down do or didn't do or let yourself down. Yeah, absolutely. So anyways, in my head while I was going to sleep, I was like, man, I really regret. This is a minor regret. I have bigger re- regrets, of course, but um, not running an A group. Mm. Like, why didn't I run an A group? Why didn't I push it? Because like, man, I felt like I could have been even more just like, it, it wasn't very jocko of me to be at in all. B group. And then even if I couldn't handle it, even if I was struggling the whole time, like who cares? I was 18, 17, I was 17. Like who cares? What, wh- why does that matter? You know? Um, and then I think, okay, how can I apply that to today? So now I'm older, 33, mm-hmm. right? And I run and do push-ups and sit-ups and all that other stuff. And so running, I, I run twice. I run Tuesday, just two miles. And then, uh, Sunday I run like a 10 K and I go, man, if I really push myself on Sunday, I think I'm going to hate it. I think I'm not going to like it because that's a lot. I'm already tired and I take it as a break because Friday when I get off work, it's like family time all Friday, Saturday is all day family time. And then my Sunday run is like owl time. Like I, I'll listen to podcasts. I'll stop whenever I want. I'll write down a note. Nice. So I think, okay, maybe I won't do that, but maybe on, on Tuesday nights I can run my butt. If it's only two miles, who cares? Just get after it. And I think like, okay, maybe I can up my push up game too. And this is a challenge to anyone who sees me at any events in the future. If you want to challenge me to push-ups, I love it. Go ahead. I love it. We're on the, it doesn't matter where, like Vegas, AIA convention, whatever. Wow. Let's, let's get it on people. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope Jocko runs into you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> this is for architecture people. <laughs> this is not. For <laughs> <laughs> um, so remember that if you see me out there, but so I have my Tuesday and here's my question, like doing your best. And then I kept thinking like, man, what if I, I, I feel like I'm trying to do my best in, in a bunch of things, but I'm, I'm also dropping the ball. And there's a difference between not doing more. I don't want this thought pattern to be, oh, do more, do more, do more. I don't think I need to do more. I think I need to focus on areas like that Tuesday run and do my best. And then I thought like, okay, what could I do? What one thing I could pick at work that I could do better on? So I have an answer for me, but I want to ask you and throw you on the hot fire. Is there anything personally that you could go, man, just that one thing I could do better. And then professionally, is there one thing that you could say I could do, you know, I'm already taking the time. I'm already taking the time to run. 
I'm already taking t- the time to do things at work. W- what could I say? I'm weak on this and I could do better and Jocko would be proud because I know that's what you're thinking. Uh, exactly. That's the only thing I think about ever is Jocko. Yeah. Just constantly, nonstop about it. Pers- do you want him to say mine while you think? Personally, what I could do better? I'll tell yeah. you something that's immediately. That yeah. That's immediate. Okay. I could, I could keep my vehicle a lot more tidy and clean. And I'm, and that goes all the way back to Jordan Peterson's clean your room uh, idea. You know, if you have a clean house, you have a clean room, you have a clean office. Th- it's not so much, it's not so much about you know criticizing the world or anything like that. But I think if, if you aren't living it, if you aren't living it, then you can't. Then it, it just starts with with clean living, you know, yeah. and being being organized. Because I think then I think it, discipline equals freedom, right? It's yeah. that it's that whole thing. So. I do think that's above it's, it's and beyond. Been, it's my honestly chin. been killing me for the last couple of weeks. Where I'm like, why haven't I stopped and done that? So one one thing I did yesterday was, and maybe this is kind of where I'm where I'm getting at for for everybody is. I know everybody's got these little tasks where they're like, oh shoot, I forgot the uh, once again I forgot dog food. Or like, oh man, I was gonna get oh. socks yesterday. Totally space it out. All right now, why why didn't I just do it? Is immediately when you think, why haven't I done it? Or like I should have done it. Do it. How about that? So yesterday, my, my check, it said, uh, you need an oil change or something popped up. Yep. And I go, screw it. I just got out of a meeting. This was literally in the morning. And I go, I can work. I got my laptop. I can work. I got my son. I got my dog. We're going right now. And I called them. I called them immediately. Got my, got my oil yeah. changed, done. And I honestly had to do it because we're going on a trip this weekend, a family trip for Father's Day yes. weekend. So I was you like, did. so... To me, that's where it is, is I think my, that'd be my big piece of advice personally for everybody today is if you have this stupid little ticking thing that happens and you're just like, dang it, I forgot again. As soon as you have that moment of, dang it, I forgot again, do it. Yeah. So I'll let you think about professional while I tack onto that. So that is even above and beyond mine, which I think it's fine because I just threw this, sprung this on you because I don't want people to think that this is about adding something more on. Because, you know, I could say, oh, I'm going to get up early or add this, but man, I'm, I got a baby. I'm tired. I like to, you know, sleep until five. So I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm all good. 5 a.m. Look at this guy. <laughs> on, on that. Um, well, Eric, by 30, by 40, is always waking up at 4.30, throwing it in my face once. He didn't, but I'm still thinking about it. Yeah. Um, so my wife. This is hilarious. You know, Jocko says extreme ownership. Yep. And extreme ownership is you take responsibility, even for stuff that you don't think is your fault. Okay. Right? So I come home and she asked me to pick up three things. I obviously only picked up two things that she wanted and one of them was not the right brand. Right. Ooh, you are in trouble. <laughs> so I hand that to her. She, uh, she tells me to leave the kitchen and leave her alone. <laughs> and then I go play with the kid. I'm like, okay, I just got to take. <laughs> She's told me multiple times. You know, like that I always forget. And she asked me to bring this up. And then she comes and we're eating dinners. And she goes, you know, you know, you bringing up stuff. She goes, you want to know what I realized? I go, what? I'm like, here it comes. She goes, it was my fault. If I, if I really wanted, if it was that important to me, I should have got it earlier. I should have went and got it and all that. And I was like, you just got Jocko. I, I was one. I was so happy I wasn't in trouble. But two, I was so like happy too that. She's just like, no, my, like, not, not that it should be her fault. I obviously should pick up if she sends me a list of three things. I mean, how hard is that? Right. But, uh, it was just like, oh, I hope the world is turning this way. This podcast, the podcast, this little podcast that we do, Al, 
is almost like a it's almost like a confessional for both of us in that I think what it's done for me and especially you too I, I would include you in this is like we talk and then we realize oh crap we should be doing that and then we do it and we facilitate that so I hope I hope that's what it becomes yeah. for other people too as they go yeah I, I need to just do it I need to just get it done and and, and especially especially when it comes to anything personal slash you know personal butting right up to professional stuff i don't I, you got to have a it's not even a balance it's an integrated life kind of like what mark talks about with the entree architect community where you're, you're having an integrated life so like kyler's been here all week with me hanging out and like nope you're just coming to work with dad and you're going to the meetings and we're gonna you're gonna listen to the stupid stuff he listens to on the way to and from work yeah you're, you're we're, we're gonna hang out we're gonna eat lunch together and it's been it's been a lot better. So I don't have like a you know how you were saying at the beginning you've had like a little bit of guilt or or you felt or you had some regret about something. Yeah. One of my regrets at the beginning of the summer was like, oh man, like my oldest son, my oldest biological son, is just hanging out at home like doing nothing, and 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 if if I don't just make him come with me, oh he's not gonna say, hey dad, I want to yeah. come and sit by you at yeah. work. Yeah. He's not gonna. So I've made him. I've made him come for the last week and a half, and it's been great. Yeah. yeah. Okay professional what's one thing that you're already doing that you can do better that i'm already doing that i can do better and i'll say mine while you're thinking about it okay so mine is i already do it all right and i already spend the time but communicating when i have a job from the client or a new project and communicating that to the guys so they just went up and they measured this huge building up and then i know that i forgot to tell them hey look in the ceilings Mm -hmm. get the ceiling height to the bottom of it you know, I just forgot. I just didn't say that. Right. And then now if, if one of F9's principles is shorten that feedback loop. Right. So everything from getting notes back from the city to the clients. Now, either we have to redo it or I'll have to redo it or whatever. It just would have been cleaner to, to basically have and then set the precedence for them. Hey, guys, we're taking detailed notes. We're going over everything verbally. We're asking questions because then when you do it, then maybe you will follow my lead and it'll be better instead of having to do mess up a couple times, you know, and then, and then finally pick it up. So that's mine. Communicate better, communicate better. I think that goes from reviews, red lines, everything. Yeah. I think, uh, for me it is, and I, I just started it again this week is I got our Google AdWords, AdWords back up and going again. I think it is is it is uh, advertising F nine through social media. I could be doing a better job of that. I could be you prom- promote. How about this? Promoting the firm better on the web. I think we have a good web presence, but I've kind of let, let it regress to just be sort of passive, where you know th- the thumbtack site is up and it's just passive and it's working well. I'm not complaining about it and stuff like that. We've gotten some really great referrals lately, but uh, I think I'm just like comfortable too comfortable with that part of it nice and going out there and, and i know we've talked about this before like why aren't we even like say like off social media or off the internet why haven't we contacted these realtors and try to do a lunch and learn where we say hey here's what we do here, yeah. here colwell banker we'll come in we'll talk we'll buy lunch we'll buy lunch for everybody here's what we do do you ever need an architect or or these these builders that are growing like crazy like they're probably looking you in colorado there's not enough people to do the work so if you can get a hold of the right people and if they're looking for what you do and you do it well, you should be able to get more work. Yeah. But just that. My problem though is just carving the time out for it now. And because 
like all day yesterday I spent, you heard me over and over again say the same thing called like 30 subcontractors. So uh, I just don't know if I have the time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we'll see. But that's, I definitely, okay, here you go. There it is. Maybe it's just like, okay, I thought about it. I didn't do it. Now I need to do it type of thing. There you go. Look and at that. Imagine. Personal. Imagine and, yeah. Personal, yeah. I got a question for you since you put me on the spot. Okay, cool. Uh, I won't name the jurisdiction, but I think it's worth bringing up. Uh, somehow we're getting sort of recommended by a building department for jobs. Uh, so there's just some developers, like they'll buy a piece of land and then they'll do their little sketch and then they'll have a pre-application meeting. No architect involved. And they just kind of show like, hey, I want to do like, you know, 10 units on this piece of land that I bought in your city. And the city goes back to them. Um, well, um, you Contact. might you might you might just give these guys a ring. That, I mean, they're not saying they're good or bad. They just what? So it's really interesting that there is a building department or two that we have worked with that are doing that now. So what? So my question to you is, what do you think we're doing right? And what would you tell other people to try to, to recommend to them to do right so that they could potentially do this in the future with? Literally, a freaking building department is saying, yeah, give these guys a call. It's incredible. Yeah. And I, so Lance is asking me because it's coming from one of two or both of two, a medium-sized project and then a big project that we've done in this city. And the, I'll start off with what I really think it is. I think when we get comments from the city and because there's these, there's always these sticking points, right? There's fire landing issues. There's height issues. There's window transparency issues there's stuff like that and every time i got a comment like that back from the city my response was like i tried to have a a sick obsession with clarity meaning like oh it it is hard to misinterpret this oh where are the downspouts oh there's a sheet just with downspouts ds downspouts that's it this whole sheet and i'm not saying to blow up your set or anything because we've seen sets for houses that are Interior elevations of walls with nothing on them. Yep, exactly. (laughs) That's not what I'm saying because that's not clear. That's making them page through a whole bunch of, oh, what's on this page? Nothing. Why does it exist? So clarity even means elimination. Oh, we don't need that. Eliminate that. Um, So all, and and the reason why is that if you think about the city, like they, they know that there's these issues every time they have to solve these issues, right? So it's like, oh, are they going to meet the height requirements? Are going to meet the bulk planes? And then all of a sudden this firm comes around and I'm like, oh, they make it super clear. They make it, you know, they're thinking what's my job and then how we can communicate that. So I think that's number one. And then that ties in back to number two of what I said before is then with the building department trying to get a hold of the code official saying, what are your concerns? What are your comments? What is all that? And then preempting it, thinking about what is their job and then how do you best communicate it? So um, a lot of times, and this is right, your client is your client. Now shift that focus. Your client is the city. And that's where I think maybe that's the only reason I can say I like it. it. No, I like it. I think I think if, 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 if exactly. So shifting your mind from there's two clients here, really, right? There's the client client. And then well, the city is kind of your client in the sense that you're, you are serving them in the way you're uh, exhibiting the project that you're that you're tackling, that you're designing. Yep. And then uh, we've already talked about this. The contractor is your client too. So the structural plans where they can get messy as as just crazy. Okay, is there a clean 3D view with what they want to know is 
Because they'll look and find the dimensions, but what are the heights? As long as they can understand that first, then they can then they can just look for the dimensions and they're gonna disregard everything else because they're only setting up form work, right? So those are your three, the client, the contractor, and the city. Is that three C's? Three C's. Look at that. CCC, CCC, triple C. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Th- we don't have our bestie because we failed because we're recording this one day early. Uh, because I'm going out of town for Father's Day. So it's going to be Al Reeds. Al Reeds. So instead of Al Reeds, can I just do my best impression of, of Nick? Sure. Here we go. Hello, best friends. <laughs> a reading. So before I do a reading, though, since I'm Nick, yeah. I'm going to tell a story. You got shorter, too. What the heck? That's not possible. <laughs> I'm already very, very short. <laughs> so... Breaking character. Nick Nick talks to us all the time. And he told us a story that I don't think he'd share. Us share minding. I won't go into numbers or anything. But a client said, hey, hey, Nick, uh, you're twice as high as the next bid and four times as high as the low bid. So me being Nick, who I am. Yeah. What did you say? I said, uh, they're no competition of mine. Ooh, I love it. I <laughs> love it. Stick to your guns. So I, me being Nick, he something like that in a nice way and i did not lower my bid and then um then went on my merry way probably skipping along the beach like i do yep. merrily of course yep. gingerly thinking about guac yep eat yep and thinking that i just lost a client lo and behold i did not and i got the project fantastic stick to your guns you know what you're worth yeah congratulations absolutely congratulations Myself. to you nick nick renard there you go <laughs> okay Back to a reading. This is from Originals, Adam Grant. Uh, When we bemoan the lack of originality in the world, we blame it on the absence of creativity. If only people could generate more novel ideas, we'd all be better off. But in reality, the biggest barrier to originality is not idea generation, it's idea selection. Now part two. Rick Dane finds that the more expertise and experience people gain, the more entrenched they become in a particular way of viewing the world. He points to studies showing that expert bridge players struggle more than novices to adapt when the rules are changed and that expert accountants are worse than novices when applying new tax laws. As we gain knowledge about a domain, we become prisoners of our own prototypes. Alexa, play Turn down for what? <laughs> Doodles. <laughs> oh, that Nick, he's hilarious. Yeah, he is so he's good. hilarious. What a good guy. I love him. What what did you think? God, you do get entrenched in the in a way of thinking it when you become an expert one hundred percent. And it's hard to it's hard to break from it. And what what but but I'm still convinced the way we can do it and the way I want to do it is after the development is done. We're going to run head first as fast as we can towards 3D printing buildings. And I'm not joking. And that's where it's like, but but the only way, don't, and it's going to require us to be completely uncomfortable with how things are built traditionally. And you and I talked about it on the way home from, on the way home from fishing in detail. Like, yeah, you just got to, you can't. You can't get bogged down in this. Well, it's got to be done this way. It's got to be done that way. I mean, you're complete. I think you're, you really got to beg the question like you are wiping the slate clean 
if yep. we're ever going to get this 3D printing revolution to happen with buildings. And, and there's a pro and con to experience. And somehow you need to keep a fresh perspective. I think we've done that all right. I'll tell you one failing on our project, our development project up north. We were talking with the civil. And one of the first ideas was, why don't we tilt up the whole back of the site, put a retaining wall along the property line, and drain it all towards the front? And I said, nope, can't do that. And I can't remember if I explained why, but the reason why was in other cities, if you have a retaining wall on your property and if it's going to fall over, so if it's four feet high, you have to have it four feet back. Anyways, we were talking months and months later and talking to the city and they're like, oh, we don't care about that. That's not a rule here. Oh, and we had that entrenched in our brain. You know what I mean? They don't care about that there. Don't you remember us being in the city? Yes, absolutely. So I don't know how like, because you can't with experience re-question everything. Because then, then you're just you're not just bringing spinning, your experience well, to the project. Exactly, and you're just spinning your wheels. And you're t- I think you're taking, you took one step forward and two steps back, right? Something like that. Or, or even just one step forward, one step back. Like, what? You're not even going anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I don't know if I have an, a, a solution except stay nimble. And then here's the other thing, too, is, okay, communicate what you want done, which is my, I need to improve on. But you need to balance that with letting them take ownership of the project, right? So um, let's say I say, hey, we're going to lay out a new, a new site, right? And I might communicate, make sure you have all the setbacks, all the bulk planes, and all the landscape buffers. But don't tell them what they are. You go re-look it up, find it yeah. up. You know what I mean? I got to re-examine it. So wouldn't that, if you, okay, take, think about your experience with this retaining wall. So one city has told us over and over again, nope, you got to have it. Four feet. If it's four feet tall, it'll be four feet away. It's got to fall on your property. Now, all of a sudden, you have this lesson learned about, you know, art, the city we operate in. Nope, they, they actually allow that. They don't care. That's okay. Wow. Is the lesson, isn't that adding to your experience where you go, well, my experience now is ask about retaining walls. Yeah. Know that it's not hard and fast. Therefore, it's added to my experience. Here's a question. So you might be doing a project in the city that we just talked about. One of the rules is you cannot change grading within 10 feet of the property line. Now we had a huge site, one of my projects, so we could get away with that. You have a skinny site that might take up a third of your site. (laughs) So just be aware and like, you need to ask, Hey, is this a rule? Like on these skinny sites, because how can you have a site that's only 40 feet wide and 20 of it's taken up? You know, I'm making up numbers, but you get what I'm saying, right? Yep. So. Interesting. There you go. Experience yeah. matters. Uh, what do we got next, Al? Bring in the guys for ARE Jeopardy. All right. Here we go. Question number one. The typical clear space for a wheelchair is A, 25 by 43. B, 26 by 44, C, 36 by 48, D, 30 by 48. Do you need that again? So, is this radius or approach? Nope, just the floor space of a wheelchair. A, 25 by 43, B, 26 by 44, C, 36 by 48, D, 30 by 48. Okay, what do we got? D, D, D. Everyone is correct. Wow, correct. 30 by 48. Awesome. You guys, guys. are gangsters. Yep. A R E gangsters. All right. 
Question number two. The acronym CD usually stands for what in the architectural, architectural profession? A, communicable disease. B, <laughs> construction documents. C, contract documents. D, compact disc. All right, B, 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 you all are wrong. It is C. Aha, contract tricky, document. tricky, tricky, tricky. That was if a trick question. I, so in order to find that, don't you have to read the like the AIA um, like professional practice pamphlet that they have, something like that? Yeah, and everyone calls them construction documents. Right. So yeah. it's just, yeah. Silly. Lance. Okay, number three, soil that is easily crumbled or reduced to a powder is known as A, soil, B, friable, C, sand, D, dirt. Soil that is easily crumbled or reduced to powder is known as A, soil, B, friable, C, sand, D, dirt. <laughs> I saw some. <laughs> B, B, A. B is correct. Friable. Wait, wait. Who, who that's, a, that? that's a good way of thinking about it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, First, an adjective. Because everything else was a noun, right? Okay, four. What is the distance from floor to floor or the height of a flight of stairs from one landing to another known as? A, story. B, level height. C, rise. D, flight height. What is the distance from floor to floor or the height of a flight of stairs from one landing to another known as? A, story, B, level height, C, rise, D, flight height. Is this a trick question? Is this straightforward? You do not know. You don't know. You don't know. What do you got? What do we got? D. D. C, D. The correct answer is... C, rise. <laughs> <laughs> one, one person was not happy. One person was very happy. Very happy. Very happy. Crotch chops all the way around. There you go. All right. That wraps up ARE Jeopardy. All right, Lance. If you Thanks to everyone for that ARE Jeopardy. If you were going to learn Revit, what kind of ship would you take? I would take a rocket. Oh, man, that's great because there's a website called Revit Rocket Ship where we train you in Revit. We train you the right way. We give you all the tools, uh, all the templates, everything that we've developed in our firm, we give to you so you start out with a lift. Um, it's me doing the video, so you'll just be, your ears will be delighted. Let's put it that way. Absolutely delightful. Um, and you'll, you'll have a leg up um, because uh, we practice architecture and we use Revit all the time, basically exclusively. So this has been, that feedback loop has really been narrowed down on this uh, and, and you'll enjoy it. So RevitRocketShip.com to get your Revit training. Lance, what do you got? I uh, just want to say thanks to everybody who's supported and listened to this podcast. If you have a special episode that you like, please share it with somebody. Please leave us a five-star review. If you're thinking about a, if you're thinking about a four-star review, just put you know five stars right on top of that and leave it there. Uh, and then if you do leave a, a five-star review on iTunes, which, which you can do right in the app now, which is fantastic, um, then please email akg at f9productions.com and he will send you a free PDF copy of his book, The Creativity Code. 